Oops. Okay. Start audio before video. Sorry, folks. Welcome to our weekly Wednesday shir. It's becoming a habit here. Wednesday night is not Wednesday night anymore. Actually, sitting out of the country right now, and it's Wednesday morning. So we're close. Um, my video is having a problem recording, I see. It's on a delay, I don't know why. Pashas, Pashas Vayichi, Shabbos Chazak, Chazak of Chumash Bereishis, and of course in Pesh Yurim, on Chazak of Bereishis, we've spoken the most Tchilos and Vaseifam, Vaseifam Tchilos, and how the beginning and the end of the Chumash come together, how the last Pasuk, Vayamas Yosef, Bameyav Eseshonim, Whereas it says already before, excuse me, it says before, right, okay, sorry. It says already prior to that, it says already, Yosef had passed away. And the question, of course, becomes what is Vayamas Yosef? What's the significance? of Ayamas Yosef and we went back to we discussed prior already many times how Pari had given Yosef the name Tzofnas Paneach but yet Yosef never took to using the name Tzofnas Paneach Yosef always used the name Yosef and therefore Ayamas Yosef B'Mitzrayim it's Yosef that passed away in Mitzrayim and not Tzofnas Paneach not something that was known by an Egyptian name. I'm afraid the video is going to have a little problem this week. It just does not look like it's recording properly. You know from last week's parasha, Yaakov went down to Mitzrayim. He met with his son Yosef. Prior to going down to Mitzrayim though, he sent his son Yehuda ahead. His son Yehuda went ahead before him, and his son Yehuda set up a yeshiva in Goshen. Therefore, because Yaakov had a yeshiva established, had a yeshiva set up in Mitzrayim, and the children of the Renesal were able to learn Torah, therefore, by Yaakov. Shvasri Shona Shvasri 17 is Gematria of Toiv. They were good years for Yaakov. For Yasef. Sorry. Good years for Yaakov. The good years based on the fact based on the fact that he had a yeshiva and they were able to sit and learn Teda and practice mitzvahs. In this week's parsha, we learn about Yaakov calls in his sons, and Yaakov blesses his children 
before his leaving the world. Yaakov had an intention to bench his children, to tell his children this Gali's Haketz, to reveal the Ketz of when Mashiach is going to come. Unfortunately, Nistalka Ruchei, the Nistalka went away from Yaakov, and Yaakov was no longer able to reveal the secrets to them, and he took to blessing each one of his children. In the course of the brachas, at ki yavei shila, yavei shila is gematria Mashiach. Shila is gematria Mashiach, says the Balaturim. Yavei shila, which is the coming of Mashiach itself. Shila is the giving of the Kayach on his arrival. Shila will be existing even before he comes, Matanteda. Through Mashiach, who the Yisrael were given the Kayach to bring the Gula to elevate, to purify the world and to do and to make within it a place, a dwelling place for HaKadosh Baruch The beginning of the Pasha we get an episode of its own. A total entity on its own. Yaakov, before calling in his sons, Yaakov, as we know, spent his days studying Taylor the 17 years with Mephraim Menashe. This is a big nachas for him. And Yaakov calls in Yasef, excuse me, Yaakov make, beckons Yasef via his son, who was sitting and learning with him. And Yasef, out of COVID, out of the Nechelet, immediately came. Yaakov, in turn, did not look at the fact that Yasef was the second in command of his nation, and yet he's beckoning him to come to him. And Yaakov has an important message for Yosef, an important mischer, a dealing with Yosef. And he tells Yosef, Do not bury me in Egypt. But he goes prior to that. And he tells him a whole introduction. And he says to him, Kel I need a lie And how Akadish Baruch told him he will multiply and he will give him a nation and he will give him the land that he's on. And now, says Yaakov, these two children that were born to you in Mitzrayim. Ephraim and Menashe, Kiruvim and Vishim and Yuli. 
They're literally like Reuben and Shimon to me. The Balaturim right away says, okay, you worried? Why Reuben and Shimon and everybody else, the other sons? And the answer is, Reuben and Shimon are the same gematri as Ephraim and Menashe. Easy way to do it. And they gave the fact they were born here. And I came from from Vani Bivayimi Padan. When I came from Padan Aram, Mesa Olay Rochel. Rochel passed away in the land of Canaan. Where? Baderach Beit Kivras Oretz Lovei Efros on the way to Efros. Yosef was well aware of where his mother was buried. What is Yaakov coming on to here? What is Yaakov implying? What is Yaakov trying to tell him? First of all, he had a problem. A big problem Yaakov had. He did not want to be buried in Mitzrayim. Bishum Who's the one that's most shaykh, that's the most capable of seeing to it that he's not buried in Mitzrayim? Yosef. He's second in command of this nation. He should be the one that's most apt. Nishda, in the kitchen. Okay. So Yosef is the one most capable of getting him out of Egypt. But push comes to shove. Bottom line. Yosef was not happy with his father. Yosef turns to his father and says, Father, you want me to bury you where you want to be buried. In where you didn't put my mother. Not only that, my mother, you left on a roadside. It's not as if you took her up to the heart of Yerushalayim to bury her or something. On some roadside you'd buried her. Now you're asking special preferences that you want to be buried in a place of holiness, in the cave is always, etc. Let us examine another fact here. A question that I wonder how many people ask, how many people think about, how many people poise the question, and how many people turn around and say, I have an answer. Yaakov came to Mitzrayim. Yaakov came to Mitzrayim. Yosef was in Mitzrayim, a ruler. 
Yesus' brothers were pretty much settled in Egypt, in Goshen. Did ever ask the question, did anyone ever fess up to what really happened? Did anyone come to Yaakov, Yosef, or any of the brothers by one night, by a campfire, by a barbecue, or just sit down and say, ah, have a confession. You remember that story we told you about Yosef and the Chayirach Losu? And how his garment we brought to you with blood on it. We did that. We shechted an animal. We threw Yosef into a pit. We sold Yosef. And if if indeed he did say that if indeed he was told that what was Yaakov's reaction did Yaakov turn around and say okay Kindalach as long as you're playing nice now it's okay with me did Yaakov now quote-unquote, as we say in America, bear a grudge? Did Yaakov have an axe to grind now with his children of what they did to his child, their brother? This is not a little lock in the closet for an hour. This is not a simple... beating that they gave their brother they sold him they sold him for dead they sold him with no intention of ever seeing him again not only that they made a minion as we learned we discussed many times they were only nine, and they brought down the Ebishter to be the tenth, to be Mitzdarev, to the Mechidas Yasef, and to the Psak Din, to the Psak, that Yasef needs to die. And they indeed sold Yasef. And Amichel. Esachov, Echov, Halach is, as we unfortunately learn later by the Sarek Malchus, if a person is a gain of Nefesh, and he sells a Jew as a slave, he needs to pay. He needs to pay dearly for it. What did Yaakov Paskin, when he heard about this story, if he indeed heard about this story, how did Yaakov look at his children 
and spend time with them for the next 17 years in Mitzrayim knowing what happened did he not know did he not ask any questions and say how did my dear Yasef come here how did he arrive here what happened when did it transpire he wasn't oblivious he wasn't a fool So what was Yaakov? Did Yaakov make inquiries? Scan has successfully completed. Driver update has detected out-of-date drivers that may need your attention. Click update now to download the latest updates. Did Yaakov? Inquire? And if he inquired, did he hear anything? And if he heard something, what was his reaction? Did he give a psak? Did he hold a grudge? Yaakov, the Bechir Shabbos. Yaakov was the Av that had Mitasa Yishlema. All his children were tzaddikim. And Yaakov was well aware of that. Yaakov knew nothing happens in this world by chance. Yaakov knew that if it was put into the hands of the brothers, in the mind of the brothers, to sell Yasef or whatever it was, however it had to take place, for Yosef to go down to Mitzrayim, which was the beginning of the Geula, who was he to mix? Who was he to interfere with the divine action of God? Did the brothers have pure intentions when they were doing it, and were they proud of it? Did they turn to their father and say, Ta, look what we just did. Look what we accomplished. We started the ball rolling. We started the ball rolling for the Geula. We started the concept of Geula in the world, by bringing Yasef down to Mitzrayim. <laughs> you should thank us. Thank us for what we did for you. We tore the baby out from in your hands. Or better yet, we got Yosef to reach his potential. He was a spoiled brat at home. Give a cook was to give one for them. Look what became of him. <laughs> Just imagine that conversation going down. Just imagine that conversation in 2018. 
where grudges never let up. Where somebody did something to somebody, even if they actually did something horrible to somebody else. You don't forgive it. You just don't forgive, you don't let it up. You constantly badger. You constantly attack. You constantly see to try to find revenge for what was done. Teda is Teda Semis. Teda is Lashon Heiro. Heiro is a lesson for how we live our life every day of our lives. Rabbi say, we all did something to somebody and we all had something done to us somewhere. The lesson here is we need to live and let live. Forgive and to forget. Yaakov Avinu understood very well that Yosef might have a problem with him. What's the problem? We just read the Pesukim. I buried her over there in Derech Ephros. He doesn't necessarily give coordinates or a zip code for that matter. What he does finish is, the Pasuk finishes off with very three very, very potent words. He based Lachem. This is a house of bread. It's a cemetery. What kind of base Lachem? What kind of a hotel? We've talked about this a zillion times, probably. But in case you didn't listen to the archives, or in case maybe you forgot, Rashi tells us that the reason that Rachel Imenu was buried there it's so when the children go down to Gullus, they pass that caver. And they cry at that caver. And Rochel Mivakal Baneho, Rochel cries for her children. To which Akadj Baruch answers, Yesh Sachar Lefula Seich, Vishavu Vanim Ligvulam. There is reward into what you have done. And therefore the Jews, your children, will be returned to their boundaries. And we've discussed this medish as well. Of Rachel Imenu crying to HaKadosh Baruch Hu to take the Eden out of Golis, with the claim saying that I was so compassionate to my sister, I, a boss of Adam, a human flesh and blood, was compassionate to my sister, and didn't let her suffer, didn't let her have a moment's embarrassment under the chuppah. And I told her all the signs that I made up with, with Yaakov so that he would marry her. You need to take my children out of Golis. And therefore Yaakov finishes off with Hebei Slachem to telling Yasef the reason she's buried there is for a reason. Yosef, why am I telling it to you? Not because I'm worried or concerned you're going to revenge, you're going to take avenge against, avenge me. You're going to take revenge against me. 
And you're going to turn around and say, you didn't bury my mother, mother's Machpelon, therefore I'm not going to bury you there. Chas No, Chas Yaakov's concern was, Yasef sees Hashkach in so many things. Yasef sees, lives, experiences Hashkach of his own very life, being sold down to Mitzrayim. What it led to, what it ultimately amounted to. No. Yasef also saw Hashkach why his mother was buried there Ephras. Why in Beis Lachem? Yisuf heard and sees all these things. Yisuf could turn around and say, Yaakov, Tayre Tate Yaakov, Wie kennst du losen deine Kinder in Mitzrayim allein? How? Dear Father Yaakov, how can you possibly leave the children here? But Yaakov tells Yasef, not just, I want you to take me. After Yasef says, I'll do as you say, Yaakov goes another step, Shav Ali, swear to me. Shav Ali. Shav Ali, and he swears to him. Shvua. <laughs> Actually, recently we were learning in the Chazrambam about Shvua. But Ashwa? Really? Seriously? That's that's heavy. That's that's wow. And Yeshiv actually swears. What he's the second to the king in, in Egypt. He's your son Yasef. He did you no wrong. He did everything, followed instructions and lived the life that you wanted him to live. He remained faithful to being a Yid in spite of everything of Egypt. You don't trust his word? He shavali? He shavali? Swear? But again, like I said, Yasef, Yaakov was concerned, Yasef was a big thinker. And he would push it off. With a mindset of how could I leave the Yidin here alone? I either have to have a cave here to go down by. <laughs> the famous story. Of the Misnagi that came to a shtetl. A chsidish shtetl. It's all chsidish. Let it get that vice and yet to show. Has that a better? A better yid with the Allah. Ich bin a mer fruma with the Allah. What's the gitan? Came to shul and he davened and he davened with his eyes closed and he with his hands shaking and he screamed and he yelled and he jumped up and down and he was. And then after davening, he stood there reprimanding the chassidim how they don't daven like mention of it. Kitzer tzachimach tragreis tzadik. He made himself for a big righteous person. <laughs> 
After two days of this shenanigans, a few wise guys got together. And they said, as we say in America, two can play this game. And at night, they sneak into the men's lodgings, I gotta say hotel room, they sneak into his lodgings, and he wake him up, and they're holding knives, chalafim, they came to Shechtim, The guy's eyes are bulging. They come to They said, Rabbi, we have a major problem here. It's Chodesh Elul, like you said. You keep telling us it's Elul and we need to tshuva. We have a problem every year Erev Rosh Hashanah. Shechan Arachet says, Erev Rosh Hashanah, you have to go to the cave of a tzaddik. We don't have a tzaddik buried in our city. Now, finally, Baruch Hashem, we were sent, we were graced by the grace of God, and a tzaddik has come to town. You! You're the first tzaddik to come here. We can't lose this opportunity. We might, for us, it's going to be... You know, it's not going to be good because we're going to be murderers, etc. But for everybody else, the serious nefesh that we're having for them, it's worth it that they will have a cavern of a tzaddik who died of Kiddush Hashem, buried in their town. So out of Rosh Hashanah, everybody can go daven. <laughs> the guy starts to tremble. They're serious. These lunatics are serious. And he says, but, 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 but I'm not a tzaddik. They said, what? How's that possible? You daven like a tzaddik? You jump up and down and you make the kailas of brakim. You shake and you shuckle and bowl. And you reprimand everybody else for being inferior to you. How, how could you now deceive us and tell us that it's not true? You're not really deep down a tzaddik? And this guy starts to list off all his Avedis. And he starts to list off the sins that he's committed. He's no tzaddik. He's not righteous enough to be buried so that they should come pray by his gravesite. They should let him live. And Kachava, after hearing his confession, they said, Okay, Rabbiid. Now you said the truth. The truth is, we should now beat you to a pulp for intimidating, for imitating a from Yid. But, we'll let you get away with that. And they didn't have a cave of a tzaddik in that town. It was terrible. Anyway, Yasef was saying, Tata, a cave of us. We're going to daven at Rosh Hashanah. 
We need someone whose chus is going to protect us during the time of Golos until we get revealed, redeemed. Yosef himself lived that motto. Yosef himself does not say, take me and bury me in my land, in my part of the earth show. Yosef himself says, leave me here, I will stay here until the Eden leave the Mitzrayim, leave the Golos. So if this was actually his shita, then Yaakov had what? Had right to be feared. Had right to be worried. Because Yaakov ultimately sees that Yosef thinks in that way. Yosef thinks on that track that a tzaddik needs to be here to protect the nation. Aye. Swear to me. This is higher than Tam Vadas. Higher than all the cheshbenes that you're going to make, all the calculations that you're going to say, as if you stick around here, we'll be able to live. I'm going to have to cut this short, shorter. Give me a few more minutes. No, I'm ready to Okay, everything okay? The two sons come before Yaakov, two grandsons, Ephraim and Menashe. As we said before, Ephraim and Menashe, Kiruvim Vishimin Yuli. Why Ruvim Vishimin? Because it's the same Gematria. But Yaakov first mentions Ephraim and then Menashe. Menashe happened to be the Becher. And Yasef positions Ephraim Menashe in such a way that the right, right hand of Yaakov should go on Menashe's head, and the one on the left hand on Ephraim's. Yaakov didn't see well. But believe it or not, we have an interesting question in Yaakov's behalf. Mi'ela, who are these children? How could you ask Mi'ela? You're learning with them Torah every day. But Mi'ela had a lot of significance to it. And Rashi tells the Bechamish the Mikra, who has that very same question, Rashi says, don't worry my kind, Yaakov saw the future of these children and didn't know how it's possible. Whoops. How that happen? I didn't touch anything. Okay, those who are going to be viewing the recording on infrared shock in the video, I just got turned upside down. I'll see what the Rebbe says to you before I write. Okay. Can I unplug this for a minute? You only get the 35 minutes here? I'm in the middle of talking. Mm. And so are you. Well,
I don't know what this is. Okay, the video is going to be a very, very interesting video this week, I think. And Yesu says to his father, No, no, my father, don't switch hands. Don't turn the hands the opposite way. He's older. It's your daiti bini, I know. However, the younger one will be greater than the older one. There's much involved here. What is the significance of a Becher? This is making me very nervous. What is the significance of a Becher? is it that a Becher gets more blessings <laughs> this is amazing than any other child this is making me beyond nervous okay and what was it between Ephraim and Menashe? I, I, I think we have to anyway um, cut the shield a little short today regardless. But we're going to expound on another concept entirely. The idea of Ephraim and Menashe Ephraim is the Aved of Yaakov and Menashe the Aved of Yosef. How do we handle controversy? Controversy is what it's basically all about. Yaakov, do we take Golas and fight Golas? call out, fight out scream out Halavai should have came by Chedesh Chazi Sicha Liris Uskal Chvedecha etc or whoops or does it need to find 
within oneself does one need to find and work on how to enlighten enlighten up everything that's around them and thereby making the the neshama the level of Balshua the names Menashe and Ephraim Menashe Yasef reflects on what he went through in Mitzrayim <coughs> and Ephraim shows how the great of the light Hefrani Elikim Beretz Anyi that my light shone within the depths of the darkness of Egypt and this is therefore how Ephraim was the concept of Yaakov Avinu how he saw to it that always bring light into the darkest of places and Renasha, the concept of Yasef, who saw to it that although there are struggles in the darkness we need to figure out how we ourselves can tread water and then ultimately fight through all the trials and tribulations and since Yidin are called therefore we understand that each and every Jew needs to have these both Havedis Menashe and Ephraim firstly a Yid has to want has to strive to be base Avi to want to Nashani Beisavi, I'm driven out of my father's home. I want to go home to my father's home and go and rise up to a level higher than Golas. Going down into the hell of the world, the darkness of the world, in order to elevate, in order to bring up and to purify the Golas, which we are honors up Dibur, and therefore no matter how one finishes off his shlichus, in this gullus place, the Ashkachel Yena sent, with Ashkachel Yena sent him, he must run away immediately, in a place, where he can give himself over entirely, with the Yanni Kedusha Tere Naveda. On the other hand, person needs to know, as long as the shlichus in gullus, he is not allowed to be complacent with what the Aveda of Menashe, to Bavarunzich and to protect himself and not to forget Beis Avi and to Chasashon get involved in the surroundings. This Aveda is a preparation to Tachlis Samachovin, to exactly how Akash Baruch Hu has it, Efrani Alekim Beretz Anyi, to lighten the darkness of Golos with Neir Mitzvah Vetayrair. And that is the light, the, the darkness will be pushed away totally and it will be light, we will lit up to the concept of Vayechi Yaakov, the Shavasri, the Shavasri, as we said, Gematria 17, Gematria Tev, and we see a Tev, a Nirev, a Nigla, Chazak, Chazak, Vemotz, the Chazak of Chumash Bereshis, where Bereshis, Baralekim, as the Shemaim, as Horetz, Vakadish Baruch, who created the world, created the, everything here on the world in order for the purpose, Lassus, Lay Dira, Begis Baruch, Dira, Betachtenim, 
and we should fulfill our mission, and we should be able to elevate everything that we come in contact with, and we should be zeicher to hear English Shemais Bnei Yisrael, the calling of the names of Bnei Yisrael, in Atzeinu Akdeisha this Shabbos, Shabbat Shalom to all.